right, I'm all right. Sorry, I've sorry, I've just had to leave you uh, in the bar for a second there, just to uh, and a pop round to the uh, other side there. So we just have to uh, carry on for the moment, separate. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a good signal tonight, and if we haven't, we could just shout across the bar, can't we? You should be able to hear me across the uh, the snugs partition there. Especially since yeah. the glass has been shattered out of it. Got to take it off. <laughs> well, it was only plywood to start off with, wasn't it? So, uh, health and safety, fire mm. guidance, you know, that sort of stuff. But mm. yeah, all is good here. Yeah, you know, uh, feeling a bit rough today. Obviously, I wasn't yeah. into, into work. And then obviously, mm. I panicked because I got the note from you um, saying that you weren't in either. And I thought, how the fuck are they going to cope without me and you there? Mm. I know, I know. This is the thing. It's uh, it's the failsafe, isn't it? It's, if one of us, in the very, very rare occasion, one of us isn't isn't in the office, mm. then the other one's there to to make the the important decisions. But the failsafe buttons, well, it's on the fritz because both of us are out. I, mean, I know. Yeah. Worrying times. Yeah. Mm. Who do we delegate to? They're all a bunch of fuckwits. Mm. You know. I mean, I'm politely saying that, you know, with, you know, people say with all due respect. Yes. When they mean no respect whatsoever. <laughs> with all due respect, you're an arsehole and I fucking hate you. And mm. I'm going to try and kill you in any sec. You know, that sort of thing, isn't it? You <coughs> yeah, know? Know with all yeah. due respect. Mm. And then I'm about to slander you big time. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. With all due respect, you know, I've got the, I've got uh, respect for them as fellow workers uh, they've all been vetted. They're of the highest standard. None of these have just been dragged off the street, literally no. out of the gutter. No, no. They're top, no. top bloody draw workers, but, you know, they're just not uh, our cut, are they? I don't think so. I'm going to go, obviously go on to Bloomberg's this evening, um, well, once the uh, racing at Kempton's finished, and uh, I'm going to uh, check our share prices because if it gets – out into the sort of city that both of us weren't in the office today. I'm expecting mm. the share prices to go through the bloody floor. And with with the state of the market at the moment, <laughs> I mean, we've been pretty fireproof, didn't we? Mm. You know, a lot of these companies they're they're losing billions and over fist. Luckily, we we diversified our portfolio mm. of uh, you know businesses and outlets and structures and. You know, and most of the money is parked in the Cayman Islands, so that always fucking helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of these companies are just a bit too above it. You know, this this is the thing about us is we're, we're happy. I mean, we're usually dabbling in sort of high-end stuff, stocks and shares, you know, hedge funds and stuff like that. But we're not above, you know, second-hand caravans, um, you know, mm. stuff like that. You know, if, if a company – if it's the difference between, you know – Making a, a million and making a million and a, and one, and we're yeah. gonna we're gonna diversify. You know, we, I'm not we're not above that. No, no, I loves me a, a second hand caravan. Mm. Beautiful. We go down mm. the caravan auctions, don't we? Yeah. Weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, we do stand out slightly in the Camelair coats, the Lonsdale belts, the Merkins, you know, yeah. the alopecia wigs. Uh, but uh, yeah, we love it, don't we? Get right into it, don't you? You know, I don't know what he's fucking saying. I have no idea. No. Yeah. It's only when he hands me the bill, I'm like, what the fuck is this? 
Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with a second-hand caravan? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I go down <laughs> <Right>. there. <laughs> you know, I found, you know, like yourself, I was down there with you. And before we knew it, we were both towing a couple of second-hand caravans behind the Daimlers and the Dusenbergs on the way back to Belgravia. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not what I expected when I, you know, headed out. Uh, to a second-hand caravan auction. <laughs> <laughs> caravan auction, yeah. Yes. It's not what you expect, is it? Not really. Oh, it's mm. measure the price when he handed me the ticket. Mm. And he showed me how much. I said, you got me fucking joking. He said I shouted it out. I said, it's a gibberish, mate. Mm. Gibberish, speak, you know, pronunciate your words. muttered. Mm. You know, Seamus and Declan came over with the persuaders. And mm. they used his tune, thankfully. He seemed to be almost wanting to give it away by the end of the conversation. Well, Thanks. he did actually give it away in the end. We didn't have to pay him any. In fact, he, he had to pay us to take it off his hands, didn't he? <laughs> Once we'd given it the once over. Yeah. Because I automatically noticed. I said to him straight away, this is second hand, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I said, this I is caravan's second hand. Exactly. You know, it's trying it, to palm me off. It, yeah, trading standards. You know, he's sort of almost like falsifying his credentials. Now, he's running a second hand caravan auction and he's. He's basically dealing in second-hand caravans. Yeah. Listen, when you say second-hand, I don't expect second-second-hand. That, like, that was about 43rd-hand, the one I got. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, your one was, well, I mean, it's I say caravan. It's basically just the, the chassis. Um, mm. And uh, it, it, you've got the kind of shell of it. But the windows mm. are long gone. Um <laughs> You know, all you know, the wheels. I say wheels. I mean, it was sparking as you went up there because I was behind you. Um, the wheel, because of course, there's no tyres on the wheels or anything like that. <laughs> you were grunching, <laughs> up Belgravia High Street, um, yeah. and screeching and screaming of that metal to tarmac. You know, I had to wind the windows right up. You know, I, thought, I can't bear it. So yeah, you know it, but. Um, People in the streets, you know, with their fingers in their ears looking things. I could hear, I couldn't obviously hear what they were saying, but I could just see them mouthing, What the fuck is that? You know, I think something <laughs> worse to that effect, yeah. Well, no, they weren't even the same size wheels, weren't they? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, so it, was the... it, was, it was lopsided as fuck. It was, lean, it was leaning more over than the building. That's right. Well, it's not often that you see, like you know, like a, a yeah, Dusenberg uh, with no. with the sort of with the flags on the you know on the front on the front uh, corners of the uh, the C O uh, the, the flag, yeah, on the front of the uh, above the headlights there. Of course, one yeah. on the on the roof. You've got the uh, you know because you're 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 a dignitary, you know. So you've got flag. You've got the outriders. Um, I say outriders. You have big Pat, big Jim in on, the on, uh, on the flatbed. <laughs> <laughs> and behind you, you had Seamus in the forklift. You know, you, you got, you on, got on this... the flatbed. Exactly, <laughs> because it had broken down, didn't well, it? Well, we never So you got that. But you got yeah, surrounded by these outriders. You got the flags. Uh, you know, you you know, fluttering. Your dignitary flag fluttering. Yeah, and um, yeah, blow me down. You got a second-hand caravan on the tilt. Yeah. One wheel bigger than the other, no tyres, screaming and scrunching up the Belgravia High Street. That is not something. People were stopping and, uh, you know, like I say, they were taking photos. They couldn't really take very good photographs because they couldn't take their fingers out of their ears. <laughs> well, I couldn't get the brake off it, could I? It was seized on. Mm. Bloody thing. It was locked on. 
So I've got yeah. lopsided wheels. I mean, one came off an Arctic, the other came off a pram. It was <laughs> lopsided and buggery. Couldn't get the brake off. I know. I know. Yeah, it's, it's shocking, wasn't it? Really was shocking. The little, the little, um, you know, the little fridge inside that just bouncing. I could see that. That was so hanging out the back in the end. If it wasn't plugged in, that thing would have gone for a burn. It was dragging along. Of course, the door had opened on it. Um, you know, it's it's shocking, really. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that it. The indignity of that was outweighed by your dignity in your car with your flags on it. Then, you know, I think in the end, you kind of broke even on the dignity front. Uh, but I think so. I brought some dignity to the to the proceedings, didn't I? With yeah. The doocy, yeah. You know, and the flags and the outriders mm. and the forklift mm. and the flatbed. Yeah. You know, that really dragged it back up. So otherwise, it would have been a fucking pantomime. <laughs> it would have been a pantomime. That's right. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Christmas trees in May last year. All it needs, all you need now is a bloody pantomime in May. I mean, that would be a pantomime. That would be. So I'm not too sure what to do with it now. We've got a couple of second-hand cars. They're making the yard look a right shithole. <laughs> That's I right. I said to the boys the other morning, I said, these have really lowered the fucking standard here, boys. Tuesday morning, went straight out of there, back to the past month. I said, these are the fucking eyesore. Yeah, they're all in yeah. there having a fag in the game. We can't just get your fucking asses out there. Mm -hmm. We've got to renovate. It's caravan mm -hmm. renovation. I put the story to uh, the idea for the series to Channel 4. They're going to get yeah. back to me. Yeah, well, with Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen and Annika Rice, I mean, that's, that's going to be a winner. But yeah, I, mean, I looked at that just as we got that yard back, spick and span, <laughs> you know, you know, because it had got, it got, it got a bit tired, but we were talking about that a while back. But yeah, mm. just as we got it spick and span, um, like two, two, two second end caravans turn up. Um, yeah, it did. It did drag the whole place down. To be honest with you, um, well, I, look, I looked at them the other day. They're parked up by the uh, burning t uh, spare tire mountain, aren't they? Mm. And in between the asphalt and the, uh, yeah. you know, and the, um, you know, the. Uh, the uh, you know the mountain of uh, rubbish we've got over the back, and I thought mm. they've really dragged this fucking yard down now. Mm. <laughs> Just when we were getting somewhere, we've got the I we've know. got the, we've got the we've got the pond of Jamesons, the Lake of Guinness, yeah, yeah, that's tranquility, right. serene, mm. that eastern you know feng shui coming right in there. Mm. Then these it's... two fucking things turn up. I know. The cat's been in mine. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. With the windows out, it's always going to be able to jump in, wasn't it? The thing about it is, not only was the yard looking good, but when the wind was blowing the right way, you couldn't even smell the landfill anymore. Because no. um, the landfill could chuck up like buggery, of course, the no. rats and the gulls and that. But um, when the wind's blowing the other way, I, oh, well, I was looking out the back uh, office, uh, back, sorry, back window of the executive suite, the offices there, and I, I and I thought, yeah, this is obviously before these caravans turned up. But I thought, you know what, this is this is idyllic, you know, almost pastoral. Apart, <laughs> apart if, from if, the <laughs> if Constable Monet had got his easel and his yeah. paints out, yeah. he'd have made a lovely canvas out of that, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know the hay wain. Mm. Exactly like that, wouldn't it? <laughs> that beautiful idyllic English countryside feel, you know. Well, maybe these caravans are like a modern equivalent of the highway. Maybe instead of instead of looking at them as an eyesore, 
Maybe mm. we could look at them as almost like an art installation. We get ah. Tracy Emin in, get yeah. her to do a do a painting of it, um, and and maybe you know hang that on the hang that on the walls in the entrance hall. Um, so we could we, we'll have the caravan stuck, but mm. but not in a river or a lake. No, stuck on a level crossing, something like that. Oh, just just maybe just the scene out the back out the back of the yard there. You know, it's it's uh. Well, Up against of... the asbestos mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We could just get that, you know, it's slightly on the tilt, a bit like the highway. Um, all right, that's just because of the fact that the wheels are different sizes. But still, you know, it's slightly on the tilt already, naturally. Mm. Finer details in it, you know. Mm. We could hang mm. it because we're, we're patrons of the tape. Mm. We're going to hang it in the, in the in the entranceway. First thing people see, they, well, we're just move up picture of ourselves to one side because that was always the first thing people see in the tape as me and you mm. uh big patrons you know the uh you know the 20 20 foot by 10 foot portraits mm. of me and you nothing people like to see first thing in the morning me and you in the camel mm. yeah the merkins as a come yeah. in to peruse the museum yeah it could be a modern hay wayne couldn't it so it's britain yeah. in the 21st century man but uh, you know something not, nothing screams 21st century art to me than Tracy Emin painting a, a second-hand caravan on the on the tilt because it's got different sized wheels in the in the depot at the back of lip service uh, yard there. That's the 21st century art that you know that I think well that, that, that the world's crying out for. You know, you forget yeah, about the Renaissance. You forget you know forget about all these different art movers. This could Old create hat. a whole new exactly. This could create a whole new art movement. Yeah, yeah. Well, the art needs dragging into the twenty first century, and it's been mm. lagging around, fucking about with itself for a long time now. Mm. Um, and it needs the likes of me and you, proper patrons of the arts, as we've always been, mm. to grab it by the scruff of the neck and drag it <laughs> struggling into the twenty first century. Yeah. So you know, on the hayway, and you've, I think you've got the geezer in the uh, in the hat, haven't you? With the big mm. long piece of straw sticking out of his mouth, you know, in the cassock sort of thing. You yeah, know, like Ronnie Barker. It's Ronnie like Barker, Ronnie, wasn't it? Ronnie Barker. <laughs> Ronnie Barker, that. That's right. That's where he got. That's where he got the character from. It's obviously, it's plagiarism, you know, grade one. But mm. hey, you know. Yeah. But I'm thinking now we have the instead of him, we have the lad in the shell suit. Yes. You know. Yeah. Half his arse hanging out as he bends over trying to fix the, the wheel. Yeah, or maybe Nick in the, the fridge. Phone. Or Nick in the fridge. <laughs> he's got on his mobile. Is he on his mobile? Is he on his, he's, he's on his mobile. To... Yeah. He's got it wedged up in his ear, you know? Yeah. He's having a little chat while yeah. he's trying to pull that fucking fridge out the door. <laughs> yeah. He's on a phone to his friend to get, pull the car up so they can dump it in the boot. That's what's going on there. Yeah. Well, you'll just see the, you'll just see the front of the Cortina mm. coming around the back of the thing. That'll be the getaway, won't it? Who's be like, you know, this that'd fucking be, plug. And that would be Ronnie Corbett driving that, wouldn't it? That'd be Ronnie Corbett. Yeah, with lots of cushions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a big yes. car. Yeah. It's a big car for a small man, you mm. know. He did lots of cushions to get himself up over the uh, dashboard there. Yeah. I'm thinking of modern interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. I think uh, I, I could picture it. I close my eyes now and I can just see that hanging on the... Uh, on the wall in the entrance hall to our offices, you know, it is, it is like, a, yeah, pa pastoral scene. I mean, 
all right, there's not going to be a, a, a stream or hedgerow or trees or anything like that. It's basically going to be the back of the back of the lockup. I mean, mm. we got the I mean the guttering's hanging off, the roof's caved in, but if we get the lads to sweep it up a bit, tidy it up a bit, got that there, that's going to be sort of the equivalent of sort of you know a sort of uh, a, a hedgerow. Um, we've got the top. We've got the top. We've got a couple of mobiles. We can see. We can have them in the background there. Yeah. The stream is basically. Yeah, the stream could just be. Well, we've got the oils. You know, the spill from the diesel yeah. from the from the red diesel. Uh, that that the tanks on the on the fritz again. That's that. That's gonna, I'm pretty sure there's a bloody leak there. Well, I was over there. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would let my panatella. Yeah, I was having a look at it, and uh, I, I said to the fellas, I said, you know, this this smells like bloody diesel to me. I, I, yeah. I said to him, between taking a puff of me of his cigar, and I, I you had to get I, right I, down on your I hands had to and get knees, right down. I did. I was deep on my hands and knees, that bent right into it. I said, this is fucking diesel. I had the cigars between my fingers as I was doing it. I said, this is bloody diesel. This is fucking dangerous, you know? I lost my shit, to be honest with you. My usual sort of civil self was gone for a Calm. minute. I, bl- I, blew my, I blew my bloody stack at them. I threw the, I tossed the cigars down, and I let rip. Honestly, it was like an inferno. Um, Behind you? Behind me, yeah, it was. <laughs> and the, fella, the, the fellas just was te- ran off scarpered in, in sheer terror. I mean, that, 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 that's the sort of, that's how much I lost my shit, you know? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud of it. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was a scorched earth telling off they got from me. And uh, they won't forget that in a hurry. Bloody was scorched earth, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I came in later. I said, where's Porter Cabins 41 to 63 gone? <laughs> That's right. That's right. They said you have to speak to your mate about that. <laughs> I said, have you upset him again? <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, I, I'm not proud of it. You know, it's very, very rare, as you know, that very I completely rare. lose my temper. And, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm such a sort of level-headed, civil type of guy, especially when it comes to the staff, the minions, you know. I'm not the sort that's going to take it out on them. Peasants, mm. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's not like, uh, you know, I'm not going to treat them the way, say, <laughs> the, staff in, the way the staff in number 10 treat the cleaners and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not oh, a fucking God. animal. No. not a fucking animal. No. <laughs> no. Gee, but, uh, what sort of a person would you be to treat people like that? Yeah, that's You'd have right. to be an unfeeling fuckwit, wouldn't you, to You'd treat to people be. like that? That's right. You have a fucking lockdown, a lockdown booze up, but you're on a bender, and then you you trash the place, wind all up the walls, vomit in the corner, you know, but full, full blown Donny Brook broken out, blood and teeth and hair everywhere. Yeah. Little, you know, Irene comes in to clean up after you. Give her a bloody hard time. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know where they learn that kind of, you know, this no. behaviour, that kind of uh, dismissive, dismissive I, treatment. I, I, of, I don't of know, mate. I haven't no. got a fucking clue. Where would people no. get that sort of behaviour from? Where would they learn that? You know, and the and the, and the puke in the corner and the teeth missing and the, mm-hmm. they said it's wine, but it's it more than wine up the walls. Mm-hmm. I said to Botcher about it. I said, I'm sorry about that. I just lost my way. I didn't know where I was going. You know, mm-hmm. but as for mm-hmm. speaking to the staff like that, that's absolutely shocking. Yeah, 
Be ashamed uh, of yourself. Of all the things you've done. Yeah, that was a low point for him, you know. So I think, you know, people in our position, people people in position of privilege, the one thing you should do is is, is appreciate the mm. scum, the, the, the low yeah. life, the, 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 you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the worthless fucking chattel. That's right, yeah. That, that but, come along and clean your shit up after you. Treat, treat them with dignity and the respect that they deserve. Yeah. Like Boris, Boris said they did get treated. <laughs> they did get treated with the dignity and respect they deserve. That's why we were spitting on them. But you know, I still think you know, st- you know, st- you can go too. Yeah, exactly. You could go too far, though, can't you? Well, you can go too far. I think that did. To be honest mm. with you, mm. I was ashamed. I-, I left before the end. Five minutes mm. before the end, I walked out, got my coat. Yeah. I said I can't be party to this. No. I'm a COI, mm. a blue chip company leader. I can't be party to this. So I hoiked yeah. up a great big greenie where I went, mm. gave it to yeah. the cleaner in the eye and fucked off. Yeah, yeah. Well, Absolutely. I mean, it was the right thing to do. You know, you kind of, I think you asked have a sixth sense that this was going to get out of hand. Um, the last thing you'd want to be is hanging around in case the paparazzi were there. Um, or magazine. Were, yeah, you magazine. And uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing. It's a sixth sense, you know, keeping your, keeping your nose clean, keeping yourself out of trouble. Um, and that's that's what we, we do, you know. People, all the, you know, all our sort of peers, as well, I say peers, uh, closest thing we're ever going to have to peers, all in Davos at the moment. They'll be treating the staff there and the uh, locals with, with dignity with and respect. respect. they deserve. Exactly. I'm absolutely sure of that. Of course they will. I Ooh. treat any cleaner with the dig- dignity I think they deserve. Ooh. I can't Ooh. be fairer than that. You know, if you're going to come along and clean up my fucking, you know, shit and spunk, Ooh. then I am going to treat you with the absolute respect. I think you deserve doing that job. It's Ooh. the least I can fucking do. Yeah. The least right. I can do. Oh, I, noticed on those, um, I, I noticed on those photos, the, the pixelations. Thank God for that, eh? Mm. Yeah. Thank God. Well, you know, I mean, people don't realise it. People say, you know, we do see photographs of you and stuff like that. It's because we actually are pixelated in real life, aren't we? It's a natural, it's a natural <laughs> defence mechanism, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it's it a, a net. We've tried it out to the army. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a face cream you wear. Yeah. And it just naturally pixelates you against any That's... cameras pointed your way. <laughs> That's right. Pretty That's standard right. Technology, everybody's got mm. it. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like liver spots, but it, you know, you mm. come out like it's like digital liver spots, isn't it? Well, it is liver spots with me. Yeah, yeah. that's why you can't make out who it is. Mm. Um, it's just a great big series of, uh, of liver spots and uh, freckles, mm. basically, that uh, hide yeah. my true identity from any camera. But thank yeah. God, you know, when he's raising the glass and that, I thought that's me stood beside him down there. Yeah, or sat down yeah. there, or was laying on the floor. <laughs> the floor passed out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but this is, goes back to our, uh, you know, our days in the intelligence services and stuff. You know, it's all mm. top secret. All oh, um, the intelligence service. That, which oh. is, yeah, which is why you know we have these pixelated faces. You know, we can't be pictured, you know, in in the real world and stuff like that because. Chinese Communist Party, uh, yeah. the Snatch Squad that we were talking about. Uh, all these people are going to be after us, you know? The Ugandans. Yeah, yeah. They're all after us, you know? 
All mm. these top draw. And thank God we've got the intelligence service we've got. Mm. Yeah. You know, what an intelligence sure. service. Full yeah. of intelligence. Mm. That's why it's in the name. Exactly. Exactly. So they know. So they remember what they're doing. Mm. Otherwise, I might yeah. forget. Yeah. Yeah. I did, notice, though, I did notice, though, when I went into the intelligence service the other day, of course, um, you know, a lot of people won't realise this, but, you know, MI5, MI6, and places like that, GCHQ and stuff like that, um, the, the road signs and stuff, it always has, like, um, signs to the intelligence service, you know. Mm. They, they'd only gone and misspelt intelligence, haven't they? It was a bloody spelling mistake. I couldn't believe it, you know. I thought, this is, this is embarrassing. You know, if you can't even spell intelligence... No. And, you know, what sort of impression is that going to give to the Russians or the Chinese? You know, they're going to think they're up against a bunch of fucking amateurs. This is this is the feeling you might get, mm. can't you? If you look at some of the news that does escape mm. out into the wider world, you might have the feeling that mm. what the fuck is this intelligence service all about? They're as mm. thick as shit. Yeah. But of course, that's just them making out that. I mean, they could never be as useless and fuck-witted as it's portrayed. No, 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 no you couldn't. You'd, you'd, you'd almost have to be intelligent to be to be that dumb, wouldn't you? Like, almost like a double bluff. This is why the Russians are shit scared, you know, this country, because that's the reason why they're, they're kind of showing some restraint in Ukraine, because in the end, they're really afraid of this country. We don't, this country doesn't need Americans to, to kind of no. stove in and, and, and sort no. of, you know, sort of uh, act, you know, sort of aggressive behind behind this country's uh, back, behind its shoulder, because they know in the end that we could just take them on. This country could take them on on, on its own if it wanted to. The Americans are just like little upstarts. Um, that's what they're well, doing, they, you know. They know it, don't they? The Russians, they're shit scared, mate. Mm. You know, Bod just said the other day, if they keep carrying on, we're going to get our tank force, all seven of them, and we're mm. going to send them out there. I mean, four yeah. are broken down. They're on flatbeds. But he said, mm. we're going to take all of them out there. We'll yeah. fucking show them. Don't you worry mm. about that. Yeah. He said, well, we've got crews for three. But... <laughs> that's right. Well, they can't that's find the keys. Four spares, they isn't it? But they can't find the keys for two of them. That's almost lost the bloody keys. Well, one of them's clamped. Yeah. One's got a clamp on it. See it up Belgravia. Double parked. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Was it bubble parked? Um, in that disabled bay outside the moderation. Might, it, might have been. Might have been. Somebody might have taken it for a test drive. <laughs> you know, after the party. Yeah. Well, there was a loads of keys in the hat, weren't they? One well, exactly. Challenger. Challenger Mark yeah. II. Yeah. I thought that sounds like a beauty of a motor. Mm. Yeah. That is that might have driven it up there. So, uh, I mean, somebody might have driven it up there, parked mm. across four disabled bays outside the, uh, outside the uh, hospital there. Uh, but they had a fucking right old job shifting it. Uh, well, I was, in, I was in the you know, I mean, I'm not like saying I'm not going to point fingers or anything like that. I don't know who did it. Um, it's probably uh, you know, sort of confident, confidential, <laughs> but yeah. not only was this uh tank in the in the disabled base, mm. it skewed at the party. Oh, I wouldn't say it was it a square, no, but the fucking gun barrel. Was through the bloody window of the moderation, pointed straight in. You know, yeah, came in straight. Us. <laughs> Show us, yeah, exactly. I, I went in there 
And I said, there's something about this place that doesn't look the same. You know? Something's what changed. is it? I hung my coat on the barrel. I said yeah. to Seamus, I said, what is it? I said, there's something different about this place today. Well, you let up against the barrel, didn't you? You had a good <laughs> thing for a while. I did. I said, what, you know, what is it? What am I missing? <laughs> well, said, yeah. You're observant as well. Exactly. He said to me, he says, Gaffer, he says, he says there's, a, there's a Challenger tank barrel pointing through the fucking public car. You said where? Car. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No. Where? I couldn't believe oh. it. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. Okay, now I'll take my coat off it. That's dangerous. Mm. That's bloody dangerous. Exactly. I mean, it's a thing. Somebody might have driven it. Let's not point fingers. Let's not go into it. Let's not say who done what, where, when, nah. whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah. it was piss parked. <laughs> I mean, it's halfway in the road. I mean, mm. amount of traffic trouble it mm. caused. Mm. I mean, it was on the LBC. They mm. said, if you're going through Belgrave or High Street, mind out for that Challenger 2 tanks parked halfway out in the road. Mm. Some pissed up old cunt left it there. Oh, yes. I rang in. I said, yeah. I'm not old. No. <laughs> You're pissed and you're a cunt, but you're not oh, old. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pissed up cunt, but I take exception to old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, not that you were admitting that you were driving. It was just like the hypothetical. If if someone had been driving it, who was yeah. pissed up and a cunt, but were described as a pissed up old cunt, that's, that's, bloody, dif- that's bloody defamatory, that is. <laughs> defamatory. How dare you say that? That mm. somebody like me got mm. so pissed at Bodger's party... He mm. took the key to a Challenger 2 tank off the field marshal, drove it from Aldershot Barracks in reverse into Belgravia High Street, pissed it, parked it across four disabled bays with his arse hanging out in the road, barrel going through the moderation. And yeah, you I mean, call that... me old. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh. outrageous! The things that media can go. This is what free, this is where freedom of speech has gone too far, you know. Of course, it has. Next thing they'll be telling the bloody truth, you know. Enough's enough. You need to cut this out. Exactly. I mean, come on, cut me some slack. Mm. The shit I've done for this country, you know. Yeah. Saint-Tropez, don't want to go back to it, but you know, <laughs> that's five <laughs> years living in a penthouse. That's right. That's right. I've lost them years. You never get them back. You never get them back. We right. we said four year, We had four years R and R PTSD in the same penthouse. Yeah, get over yeah. it because it was such could. a shocking experience. We couldn't leave, could we? Oh, every time we left, I had a panic attack. You know. Well, every time we left, the dumb waiter pinged, opened it up. And there's more J and G. And so we're going to finish this off before we fucking leave. That's rude, isn't it? Absolutely rude to leave it without is. finishing yeah. that off. Well, it was the OCD as well, wasn't it? That, you couldn't it couldn't leave because of that. You know, it was almost yeah, like you can't. had to leave it. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think. Well, you, you've never shaken off the OCD ever since. You know, <laughs> this is the lingering effects of, of you know of service. This is what service does. Well, that's what bothered me the most about that challenger too. Not saying it was me. No. I'm not saying it was me. But if it was <laughs> me, the one thing that pissed me off most about it is I parked it skew with. Yeah. Should have been nicely parallel parked up against mm. the building. Mm. Shocking parking, whoever it was, not me. Mm. No, 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 no. Well, again, I think you know if that was you, if that had been you, and that had happened, I think that's just like you say, it's PTSD, it's this trauma. 
Um, right. you, you're clearly not over it yet. All right, people say, you know, but you're talking about 1954 when you left there, you know. Uh, people, people will all say, people listening, eager-eared uh, people will be listening and say, their dates are all over the place. Well, I mean, that's partly a kind of pro-people-off-the-scent thing because, of course, of course it is. it's not a closed file as far as the KGB are concerned, you know. No. Um, so they're going to want to know. So it's partly that. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's partly the trauma. And the booze. I'm not, even, uh, and the booze. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure myself anymore. No. What's true? What's true? And what's not? Changes every week. I don't. I haven't got a clue anymore. All I know, it happened sometime in the fifties. We were in mm. Central Pay, stuck in the fucking Mirabel Seven Star penthouse, yeah. with a pair of binos each, watching the German under twenty three volleyball team on the beach. That's all I remember. <laughs> right. I'm getting shot out of that torpedo tube to land on the beach. That's all I remember. Yeah. Apart from that, it's a bit of a blur, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. You know, people people say, you know, well, the, the war ended, uh, 1945, yeah. and that, you know, when, when Hitler was went on, he went, you know, when, did people say when he went, uh, how did it all end, you know? So, well, he was playing that round of golf, wasn't he? And he, had that, he shanked his tee shot into the bunker. Mm. And he, yeah. hasn't, he was never seen since, wasn't he? People are not saying... Gerald Ford, Richard Nixon, a lot of these leaders like a game of golf. Hitler was the same, you know. He yes. loved a round of golf. By that time, he ended up in the bunker. It's yeah, a disaster. Never well, seen off since. You've got to reclaim your ball, didn't you? Oh, it's a drop shot. Mm. Mm. He's got That's to right. go and find it. Otherwise, yeah. it's a drop shot, mate. You know, he yeah. could play it out of the bunker. Mm. He could go mm. in there, down the steps, round the corner, down more yeah. steps, round the corner, into yeah. the bedroom. There it is. It's under the yeah. fucking cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> it's under the Alsatian. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's under Blondie. Right. I'm going to have to play it out from under Blondie. Yeah. I tell you that or a drop shot, but like you say, he's, he's going he's gonna to end up fucking seven or eight over par at this rate. He's not going to make the cut. That's no, that's, that's no way. That's no score for a dictator, is it? An absolute no. dictator. He don't make no. the cut. No, bad luck in Tiger Woods. Don't imagine Adolf Hitler not making the cut at Augusta. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, you know if he missed out a chance for the green jersey, all because his ball is underneath his dead Alsatian. That's a fucking outrage. Fucking <laughs> hell, you know. You've got to give the guy a chance, haven't you? Something say he's a competitor. <laughs> he's in it to win it from the start. Thirty-nine forty-five. see. <laughs> course he is yeah exactly i mean th th this is the thing you know people look at it and they say you know they don't a lot of people don't really like golf don't understand the rules they don't, like hitler. don't like hitler well this is like a you know like in sports you know some people like bjorn borg and didn't like john McEnroe. Mm. it's a similar thing you know a lot of people like tiger woods and don't like uh adolf hitler when it comes to comes to the golf Exactly. It's a bit like Jesse Jesse Owens, you know. I think it's a racial thing, isn't it? Of course, uh, you know Jesse Jesse Owens, uh, the Olympics. Well, Tiger Woods, of course, he, he came onto the scene just after in the golf world because um, Jesse Owens ran rings around Hitler in, in the Olympics in '36. Hitler oh. couldn't keep up at all. I no, don't think he ever really got over that. He did. He wasn't even on the podium. No, that was the embarrassing bit. He didn't even get on the fucking podium. He didn't talk before it. Oh, <laughs> Aryan superpower. Yeah. You know, Teutonic Knights. Yeah. You wait. You see that geezer over there, that Jesse Owens. I'll run him into the ground. Didn't even get on the podium. Embarrassing. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. 
He went home. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Zola Bud moment for, for old Adolf, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. He said he got tripped up by the Russian. Mm. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on, Adolf. Yeah. yeah. You know, tripped yourself up, didn't you? Yeah. With the Russian. That's what yeah. you did. You tripped <laughs> right. yourself up, mate. Yeah. Should stay clear of the Russian. What you should have yeah. done. Yeah, well, it was on that, but it was on that last bend, on that corner, wasn't it? Last bend, um, he was thought yeah. he was, he thought he was just about to be on the home straight, and lo and behold, fell flat on his face, scuffed his top lip. That's why, uh, they, yeah, people say, you know, because of course a lot of people don't realise it because it's black and white, because it's black and white photos. But that's actually where he busted the top lip. He's yeah. got that. People say it looks like a, a, a moustache, a bit like Charlie Chaplin. It does look a bit like Charlie Chaplin, but it was it? It's where he grazed his raised his top lip on the gravel because uh, those old uh, athletics tracks back then, you know, it was that kind of that dusty cinder. ash type of cinder, exactly. So you get crazy, crazy it's like buggery, you know. He never really the scarring never really went. He, so he, always he looked... never he never had a tash before that race. No, no. check it. You can go on shonky.net <laughs> now. Check all our historical archives. It's all one hundred percent factual. Not like Wikipedia made up shit. No, Up until not. that race, he never had a tash. He had to grow a tash afterwards. That's the right. physical impairment of that top lip. He looked, he, mm. he looked like, what's he, Yakin Phoenix, didn't he? You know the old hair lip? Yeah, mother? that's right. Yeah. It's exactly the same, wasn't it? That's where to grow it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. It was, it was the Jesse Owens race when he when he got humiliated. Of course, it was partly that. It was partly... It well, was a nice guy got... for that. Well, and also partly, I think he grew the tash because he didn't want people to remember who it was. It was like a disguise, really. Yeah. It, was, it was partly covering over the greys, and partly if I grow this tash, then no one will know who I am. Yeah. 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 You're the up guy. Until that, that race, he was a lovely geezer, wasn't he? Yeah. Lovely. He you know, mm. life and soul of the party. Oh, he comes Adolf. Hey. Mm. Here he comes with a, you know, six pack of Heineken and a kegger. Mm. You know, mm. he's going to crack a few jokes after that race and that hair lip. That mm. me, did he change. What yeah. a moody little cunt he turned into. After sore that. loser. Very sore loser. You know? Yeah. Exactly. He was not happy, was he? No. Not happy. This is what people no. don't understand. He was a big golfer. We know this. We've got the historical archives. We've been in MI5, MI6, <laughs> SOE, all of that. <laughs> you know, you said like Borg versus Macro. It was like Hitler versus Eisenhower. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The big two. Yeah. On the back nine. You know, <laughs> Stalingrad corner, par three. The wind's blowing in his face. That's mm. right. Yeah, he's only a little man. Will he make yeah. it? Mm. The the thing about him is he, he was so keen to succeed in sport. You know, he tried the athletics, didn't work out. Then he went into the golf, but his swing was always very unorthodox because he's always got his right arm out in the air like that. Too straight. Too yeah. straight. Yeah, which was it fluid. Right <laughs> fucking played merry hell with his putting. Um, he, he he really did struggle to get on the green in three for a starter because his uh, his tee shots. Well, as we know, his tee shots were all over the shop. He ended up in the bunker more times than not. But when it came to putting, the subtlety, the sort of uh, of putting, the sort of gentle touch, he just didn't have it. Didn't have no. it at all. Just couldn't mm. bend that right arm. It was like ramrod straight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely ramrod straight. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when they use that big long putter, he having a go at that as well, didn't he? No fucking yeah. use whatsoever. No. Ended up his he... hooter more times than anything else. That's right. Shocking. Yeah. 
bunker Hitler, they called him by the end of his career. It's where yeah. the ball ended up. By the end of the by the end of his time on the golf circuit, bunker Hitler. They named Where's it after him, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Where's Hitler? He's in the bunker. Yeah. How is he? Again. He never come out. He never came out, did he? Been in that bunker, he's never come out. Moody. Moody loser. Yeah. Yeah. Went in after that ball, never came out. No. That's what people don't understand history. This this is not just a podcast. This is like informative. This is historical formative information we're giving out here. <laughs> Quite often it's, it's it's probably confidential. We're skating a thin line here between, yeah. you know, between you know, revealing uh, you know facts that people aren't going to learn out and finding ourselves in bloody in Burma, in Belmarsh, you know, with old uh, what's his name, old WikiLeaks fella. Yeah, 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 Julian yeah. Assange, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm surprised we've escaped this this long, really. Yeah, but the truth's yeah. got to come out sometime and get to that mm. stage in my life. You know, you got to stand up and say what you believe in, and the truth has to come out. And this is all yeah. true, yeah. absolutely true. Hitler was a yeah. shit golfer. Absolutely <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. And he was said to, a lot of people don't realise it. They say they've heard about the Nuremberg trials, but they don't really know what it all is. It's about doping in sport, wasn't it? Because in the end, he got desperate. He was shy at athletics. He was piss poor at fucking golf. Oh. So he ended up pumped up, pumped up on steroids and stuff like that. And uh, it was a huge trial. He went to the international. <laughs> he went to the sport. Yeah, yeah caught, well, the, caught a sp- sports or yes, caught a sport. What's it called? Arbitration for sport. He went there. Yeah, ended up. Yeah, it was ended up in in, New- in, New- in Nuremberg. That's where it was held. Mm-hmm. The, the um, arbitration for sport um, trial was. That's what that's what it was all about. You know. Yeah. He didn't even yeah. turn up for that. He, he, you know, he blanked no, it. Blanked it. Yeah. Huge yeah. fine. Oh, I, I think he, I think I think he knew he wasn't gonna wasn't gonna win. Um, yeah. He was banged to rights. Well, he um, sent his caddy along, didn't he, Goring? Yeah, that's Bad right. lot of UC he was. Yeah, pissed yeah. Off caddy Goring. Absolutely, just kept looking at the skies all the time and saying, yeah. "Mine Luftwaffe." <laughs> Absolutely no use. It's a dog well, leg four. That... Where am I going with this? <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I mean, he I was, bring the he snookers was... in. I don't need <laughs> the snookers. They can eat a seven iron. <laughs> exactly. You Look know, at the it, bag. A lot of people underestimate, you know, the importance of a good caddy. I mean, that, oh. if it, Hitler's guy, <laughs> Hitler's golfer, you know, that that's kind of gives you. You should learn, learn from history. People don't learn from history. Those who don't um, learn from the mistakes of the past are condemned to repeat them. You know, it's an yeah. old, it's an old, it's an old saying. It's true. You know, you yeah. cannot have Goering as your caddy. No. Uh, no. If you no. if you want to succeed at the top level, I mean, even yeah. even amateur level. Let's be honest. Quite often, amateurs don't have caddies at all. But if you if you've got a caddy like Goering, you're probably better off not having one. Well, he was when he was in pro am. I mean, his pro-am career was quite good. I mean, he was a bit of a raising mm. star. Yeah. But he used to say, who's the guy over there with a little tash? He's a bit yeah. of a good golfer. Mm. He had gobbles on the bag, didn't he? Did. And they fell out over percentages of the winnings. Gobbles mm. said, well, fuck this. Mm. Even I can't fucking write a good story about this. He fucked off. <laughs> yeah. He got Goran. He, Goran even could, he couldn't carry the bag. Yeah. No, he couldn't carry the bag. They had to get the wheels in the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, the scorecard, half track, he, 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 yeah, he, 
they fu- he fucked up the scorecard. So we got, uh, you know, he was on a, one of the rare occasions, you know, it, like you say, on the Pro-Am circuit when he was, he was possibly, you know, going to end up with the prize money. Gurin mm. fucked up the bloody scorecard. Disqualified. Well, he got disqualified because he wrote all the scores down on the back of a red brand, didn't he? And the adjudicators said, no, that's not an official scorecard, Herb. Mm. Mm. You know, why the fuck yeah. have you written all the scores on the back of this price of the fucking Rembrandt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just, te- I know people will say, oh, well, that's just nitpicking. You know, it's just, you know, almost looking for an excuse to disqualify him. But, you know, rules yeah. are bloody rules, you know? <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's just going to end up in bloody anarchy, chaos. War. Mm-hmm. Bloody, bloody war. war. <laughs> the golf course. It get ugly, you know? The rules are there for everybody, you know? Well, it was about 38 when it all kicked off. He was fucking unhappy after that. Mm. You know, he's got the pain, throbbing pain from his top lip yeah. and the Jesse Owens in- incident. You know, he's been kicked yeah. off the fucking professional pro-am tour. <laughs> it was the wilderness years, right, wasn't it? 30, 38, 39 time to 45. They were the wilderness years. He thought, him, what am know? I going to do? Yeah. What can I do to fill the void? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I understand it. This is the history that we're letting people know about. Hitler the golfer. <laughs> I know. You know, people people look at it and they think there was he was one dimensional. You know, um, but there was a lot more to him. You know, we'll be doing it. We've got the uh, you know we've got the shonky uh, TV four uh, K five G. Uh, we'll the history, be doing, like, history, history channel, channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's be yeah. Nice. the shonky history channel. Yeah. 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 Best dressed yeah. fucking golfer on the tour. Well, it's the early days. You know, like nowadays, you've got sort of Premier League footballers. They're all blinged up. They're all in their armanis and stuff like that. You know, they, well, this is what it happened. This is where it goes back to. Where does where did this first start? You know, sports stars. You know, dressing slick and stuff like that. Driving around in flash cars. Hitler. Yeah. Hugo Boss. I mean, the trouble with Hitler, of course, he didn't really have the game to back it up. He was a bit like David Bentley, wasn't he? He was a bit like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's all flash and no substance. He was, he was exactly that. The David Bentley of the 30s, wasn't he? <laughs> exactly. That's what I think of when I look at him. First thing that comes to mind, David Bentley. David, there's a bloody David Bentley prototype there. Look mm. at him. Mm. Oh, he'd come on, wouldn't he? He's swinging his club around with his straight arm, hitting himself in the head with it. Yeah. He's the only man out there with a peaked hat and a full leather coat. Absolute. Yeah. Just not the fucking attire for the no. golf course. No. And even when he wore plus fours, he put on a great big pair of boots. He didn't have the proper golfing shoes or anything. No spikes. He was slipping ass over tits. Turning up the green, will he? Yeah. It were furious playing behind him. Yeah. Like yeah. a fucking like like a like a, a pack of fucking horses had run across the green after he'd had a tromp around it. Yeah, yeah. It was shot to pieces. It was, it was like a minefield. It was like a minefield. It was like, it was it? A, like a minefield. <laughs> Tread carefully. Yeah. 
You know? Oh. People don't understand this. You know? <laughs> this is how people change, though, isn't it? It's, it's like a, mm. a little thing in time. You know, only mm. a little thing, you know? Mm. He's born it's the just, brunt. Yeah. If Jesse Owens had let him win that race, 36, yeah. even just, just a podium, a even just a podium finish, you know? History could have been very different. Yeah. Yeah. But he wouldn't, would he? No. Hogger. Talk about Hogger. Yeah. Oh, I'm not just going to win that. I'm going to win the other one and that and the other. Yeah. I'm going to throw that further than anybody else. Just and show off. Yeah. I mean, the guy's held a party in Berlin for everybody in the world to come to. And this guy's just taking the piss. You know, the guy that comes to the party with the best booze, the finest yeah. looking woman. He's yeah. got all the moves on the dance floor. Never yeah. seems to get drunk. Just ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Party pooper. That's what it was. You know, he comes along. It's a bit like uh, it's someone else turning up at the, uh, you know, a wedding. And, the, uh, you know, sort of, you know, all right, you've got a bit of a plain Jane bride, mm. you know, scrubbed up as best she can possibly look. And then some mm. supermodel trounces in, all dressed in white as well, steals the bloody limelight. This is what happened. This is what Jesse Owens <laughs> did, you know? Well, exactly like that, isn't it? You know, you know, weddings when you've you got the bride, haven't you? And, you know, she, 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 she does look like she's, you know, got she's wearing a sackcloth tied up in the middle, doesn't she? Mm, and yeah. uh, they've scrubbed her up as the best they can. And then the maid yeah. of honour come in, doesn't she? It's like Jane Mansfield in a bikini. <laughs> That's right. And nobody That's even right. looks at the bride, do they? No. I didn't. No, what, what is it, exactly. This is what it was like for Hitler, you know? No wonder he ended up with a chip on his shoulder. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean this, a lot of people forget it because a lot back in those days, that a lot of TV programs and stuff, they wiped the tape. Um, so a lot of people don't realise it. You know, it's a bit like lost episodes of all these mm. things. Well, there was a lost episode of Bridezilla, wasn't there, from 1936. Hitler getting prepped for the big, the big event in Berlin, absolutely yeah. losing his shit. Um, mm. You know, the stress of the moment. You know, the, the eyes of the world are going to be on him. Mm. Um, Losing it completely. He's got, he's, he's like you say, he's in Hugo Boss one afternoon, being measured up. Um, completely as a meltdown, you know? Mm. People said, mm. you know, he was always a very level headed fella, never really lost his tempo. He was famous for it, you know, not much could get him going, but that was what got him going the pressure of that, you know? The, the dress fitting. Yeah. <laughs> the dress fitting. Yeah. Well, this happens, doesn't it, at weddings? You know, we've mm. been to many weddings, royals. Yeah. You know, all sorts of weddings, and it happens mm. all the time. You yeah. take one look at the bride, and you think, really? Yeah. You know, you look at the groom, you think, good luck. Yeah. And then you look at the, you know, the maid of honour, and you think, mm. oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. Now, that's a good-looking woman. Yeah. She should be getting married. Yeah. And she just totally steals the fucking limelight. You know, at yeah. the after party, you know, the, the speeches and you know, she's that sort of woman who gets up, you know, says three words, giggles a lot, and all the blokes go, God, it's a fucking great speech. Yeah. She was fantastic, wasn't she? You know? Yeah. She's out yeah. on the floor. She's got the moves. Yeah. Where's the bride? She sat in the truck outside. Wait, to go on the other moon. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, I mean, this, listen, Hitler... He was he was young in thirty six, sensitive and stuff like that. You'd think he would have learned his lesson by thirty nine when he was going into his second, you know, the equivalent of his second marriage. Um, and of course, then he was on the rebound. He got married that time, didn't he? To what's her name, mm. um, Eva? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Right at the end. Eva Longoria. Um, you know, this is... This is a shotgun marriage, that was. It was a fucking shotgun That literally was a shotgun marriage. Absolutely, literally. If ever you're going to have a shotgun marriage, Hitler's wedding was one of those. And Gorbals. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That was a shotgun christening as well. Time six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That might have been an MG42 wedding, that one, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She, she sort of worried when she thought they were setting up the camera and it wasn't. It was a machine gun. She thought, yeah. well, this is, I don't think this is quite what I planned. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's a shotgun wedding. He's pressured into it. He didn't want to get married, did he? He said, I've got a lot of life to live. Mm. Come, it, I, I can just hear the party guests upstairs. The Russians have arrived. You know, yeah. they want to come in, yeah. you know, start the party. Got pressured mm. into it. Didn't even want to get married by the end of it. No. No, I think it was one of those ones. I think he would, if he could have called it off, um, you know, at the bride, runaway, you know, like a runaway bridegroom type situation. But of course, he couldn't really run anywhere, could he? He was kind of boxed in. I think the guy yeah. just snapped. He broke, he, you know, he, he'd been through it. This is his third time around. He yeah. thought, you know, I've been here before, once bitten, twice shy, and all that. I yeah. think he just, I think he just lost it, you know? Gotta make this one work. <laughs> yeah. The pressure was on him, wasn't it? Well, it's alimony and everything, isn't there? You know, it's starting. It's starting to, you know, it's starting to got got money worries. I mean, the guy, the guy was stressed towards the end, wasn't he? He had a few things on his mind by the end, didn't he? Yeah. You know, and this bloody wedding wasn't helping. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't. You know, it, it, I, 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 I kind of look back on it and I think, yeah, there, but for the grace of God, you know, could happen to any of us, couldn't it? We could, find we could find ourselves as a, as a national dictator embroiled yeah. in a, you know, stuck in, in, in a bunker, intercontinental war on, you know, all fronts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a bunker. In just, a bunker. Just got. I mean, it was bad before then, but it makes you wonder. I think we discussed this before. You know, you know how bad marriage life, married life must be, because up until then he had a pretty stressful time of it. You know. It was only it was only the day he got married he decided enough's enough. Yes, exactly, wasn't it? Yeah. Literally, as, yeah. a, as the priest or the mm. over over Stuffen Fuhrer said, you yeah. know, I now pronounce you sort of man mm. and wife. Mm. It was only then, yeah. you know, that he could finally let himself go. Yeah, you know, shoot himself in the head. I wonder, you know, if if once that happened, he maybe went off into a corner and he just thought. Maybe he had a moment for himself when he just asked himself. You this, often think about it. He says, what have I done? You know, I mm. wonder if Hitler ever did stand in the corner and say, what have I done? <laughs> well, he probably thought to himself, yeah, there was the invasions. Mm. There was the exterminations, you know, but this marriage. Fucking <laughs> <that's what> <laughs> hell. Yeah. You know, so many other stuff I can live with, but this yeah. marriage. Yeah. He's probably feeling quite cornered. Yeah. Literally. You know, no yeah. no place to turn, nowhere to go. No. And he thought, I feel like I've been fucking strong-armed into this. <laughs> I didn't even want to marry her. She's not even no. pregnant. No. No. And they've shot me dog. <laughs> yeah, this is how bad it's got, you know? I think yeah. he, he's like, it's almost like his whole life caved in on him. As soon as he got married, you know, couldn't cope with the pressure. Up until then, he was happy. He was happy-go-lucky. 
uh, by comparison, as soon as you got married, that was it. Tipped yeah. over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. The walls came tumbling in. The roof yeah. caved in. It all came yeah. down on him, literally. Yeah. About 10 minutes yeah. after, he, you know, after he got married. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't stick a chance, did he? But yeah, he probably looked back on his life. You know, he'd go in the corner and he reminisced and he thought to himself, mm. you know, I've done some pretty shitty things in my life. I've Ooh. done some not some great things. But mm. this marriage, this yeah. is the fucking straw that's broke the camel's back. This is, I've had enough now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's probably a reaction that many men have had, you know, the day on their wedding day. You know, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> we've all been there. You know, you, you have that kind of Hitler moment, the what have I done? Um, he took the What has led out. me to this moment? Yeah, yeah. What was I thinking? Why me? Uh, yeah. Self-pity. Yeah. yeah. What have I done to deserve this, this yeah. ending? Mm. You know? Yeah, he, probably, he, probably, he probably felt, you know, life's conspired against me, you know? What yeah. have I done to deserve this? He's probably yeah. thought to himself, you know? Yeah, why me? Why yeah. me of all fucking people? Yeah. yeah. Do I deserve this? You know, that's what he's probably, probably said to himself. But people yeah. don't understand this. It's another insight into history, proper history. You know, mm. history, you know, this isn't Fox News history. This isn't BBC history. This is shonky.net history. Mm. You're getting it straight from the fucking source here. Yeah. This, this <laughs> so, is what happens. Source spelled S-A-U-C-E. Uh, yeah. 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 Plenty of source yeah. involved in this story. I'll tell you yeah. that. Mm. But, you know, this is what happens with dictators. It's happened to all of them. Idi Amin, Gaddafi. Mm. Mm. All great golfers. Beautiful yeah. golfers, a lot of them. Yeah. It all turns around in the end. You know, they find themselves... Uh, Gaddafi finds himself in a storm drain. <laughs> well, this is what happens. He, he completely... He wasn't just in the rough. He went completely <laughs> off the bloody course. And, yeah, Looking for a ball in a storm drain is little wonder, you know? It's a bit like Saddam Hussein. Where yeah. did they find him? You know, he was off looking for his bloody ball. Yeah. He's completely shanked his off the tee. How is he going to play it out of there? Impossible. No, Look at the lie. He was a bit like that guy at the US Open that time that was playing it out of the water. You know, the people were saying to him, for fuck's sake, take a drop shot. What are you doing, man? But yeah. no, Saddam was stubborn, a bit like that fella. And, you know, swipe after swipe after swipe. Months later, they find him. Fucking down the drain somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's how they found Saddam, isn't it? Yeah. It's a swishing of the air. Yeah. You could hear this club being swished around. Yeah. And it was so confined in there. The, the club, head, club head was it in the fucking roof of the bunker he was in, another bunker. That's right. They were all in bunkers, these guys, at the end of it. <laughs> well, when they took him out of there, of course, he had the old Pringle jumper on. He had the little uh, the cap on. He had the plus fours. A lot. That's just if you ever look at the phone, you're looking on Shunky Dot there. Don't look on the mainstream media. That's all edited. No. That's all false. He'll look like, like a bag know. of shit. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. But if you get on that, you know, he's got the whole bloody clobber on, you know? Yeah. Uh but the Gaddafi was the same. Um, you know, that they're all the same. Um it always ends up it always ends in tears on the golf course, really, does it? That's the making of the man right there. This is the dictator's downfall, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, basically taking up golf. Mm. You haven't got time for it. It's, it's ah. a golf's a full-on sport. 18 <laughs> fucking holes. 
exactly. You've got to go through 18 holes to get to the 19th. You're better off just going straight to the 19th hole. We know that early on. You know, obviously, we could play to a professional level if we wanted to. But why yeah. would you Why would you put why? 18 holes in front of the 19th, for fuck's sake? Exactly. Exactly. That's why on our course, the, the uh, Shonky, COI course, it's only got the 19th hole. That's right. That's right. It's got 19 of them. But they're all yeah. in the 19th hole. Yeah. Oh. yeah. First hole, 19th hole. Second hole, 19th hole. That's right. But yeah. at the end of it, it's the best round of golf you've ever had in your life. Of course it is. Of course it is. You need a cart yeah. to get around that yeah. course. Yeah. That's right. Well, we have to, you know, the, 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 the people that really know golf, you know, like Donald Trump and that, he's often on the round with us, isn't he? Um, mm. These types of guys. But yeah, Hitler never learned. Um, no. take the guy, took the game too seriously, you know. Didn't see well, he was it for always what on it the was. course, wasn't he? Couldn't get him off. You know it. that that was the problem. You know, he's on the yeah. seventh. He's got a seventeen-yard putt for yeah. a birdie. You mm. know, old Staffenberg's in his ear. What mm. about Stalingrad? He's like, mm. the f- <laughs> shut up. I know. I I'm know. trying to work out the break. Yeah. This is down here, and it's got a break on it. Shut the fuck up. We've got an army and track. I don't give a shit about them. No, no. I'm playing yeah. Himmler, and he's a player. <laughs> That's right. And well, he does yeah, cheat. Yeah. Well, the thing about the humiliation for Hitler was that he losing at Himmler. Of course, Himmler's got those big milk bottle bottom glasses on. Um, you know, and still Hitler couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't match him. No, no. We'd had those big side panniers on his uh, trousers, didn't he? You know, the ones mm. that come out of the sides? Yes. Make you look like you've got really odd-shaped thighs. Well, that functions your swing as well, doesn't it? You're swishing through. You can't, you can't, that throws the whole thing. Of course it is. It's not aerodynamic, is it? It's not made for a golfer. No. no. But Hitler, for a long time, thought there was lots of golf balls stuck in those side panniers. Mm. You know that thing where, like, oh, I can't find my ball. Can't find, oh, mm. here it is. Where is it? Just on the edge of the green. Oh, is it? Oh, is it, like, it just roll yeah. down the inside your fucking leg? Like Goldfinger, isn't it? It's dropping or or what? What's the guy with the? With, what's it? Odd job. Odd job. Goldfinger, an odd job. That's what basically it was based on, wasn't it? Himmler and Hess. Yeah. Uh, it was Himmler. It was his Goldfinger and Hess was odd job. Well, Himmler had um, Heydrich as his uh, caddy, didn't uh, That's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, Heydrich, yeah. Heydrich. He was, when you needed an odd job doing, he was your man, wasn't he? Yeah. He was your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't quibble about a scorecard with fucking Heydrich, did you? you know? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, a that's right. He's taken 18 shots. I said it's a birdie. You're fucking right. Yeah. I'm just counting that up again. That is a birdie, Yeah. Right. That's a fucking eagle. Take away fifteen. I think it was always. I think it was always it was an eagle with Hydric. It was an eagle with Hydric. It was a five hundred and sixty yard fucking hole in one. Looking at looking at him, look. Yeah. He could he could easily whack a ball. What am I fucking saying? What am I saying? Of course yeah. it is hole in one. Yeah. He's the only guy. Him is the only guy who's had eighteen hole in ones on one course. Yeah. Yeah. Verified. No. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And he didn't have his scorecard on the back of a Rembrandt, did he? Hydric <laughs> no. wasn't going to make that mistake. Of course he wasn't. He'd learn from yeah. Goring. He's yeah. an absolute fucking twaddle. 
Who yeah. put the fucking score of a fucking round on the back of a Rembrandt? That's <laughs> that's like some pissed up old story made up. That's right. You couldn't write it, could you? If you told that, if you if you, if that wasn't the truth and you heard that, you said, "I don't believe it." That's such a yeah, absolute nonsense. Yeah. yeah, but there was Himmler and Heydrich, yeah. Hitler and Goring. Yeah. You know? Well, and exactly. They go and Hess. Exactly. They go, they go out for a, a round of golf on a, you know, a friendly round of golf on a Saturday morning. Exactly. Before you knew it, it ended up in fucking World War Two, didn't it? <laughs> literally. Absolutely yeah. literally. Yeah. 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 About September 39, wasn't it? They all just went yeah. out for a little game of golf. Yeah. Nice and easy, boys. Five yeah. dog smarts each. Nothing too <laughs> fucking heavy. Yeah. You know, let's not get into this. You know, like we did last time, Idrick. Yeah, let's keep it fucking nice. Before you know it, by hole two, I'm going to invade yeah. fucking Belgium. It all kicked <laughs> off, didn't it? Absolutely kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it, it was supposed to be a game. Listen, a lot friendly round of golf. End of the summer. Friendly round of golf between friends. Before you knew it, ended up in total war. Yeah. Total bloody war. Yeah. 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 People don't realise this. You know, they were the go- they were golf fanatics. Mm. Yeah. By the time they got to the back nine, the fucking it was uh it was Operation nine. Bar it was Barbarossa. Um it, it was just you know, it just got right out of hand after that. Peter Alice completely lost track of what was going on. The commentary, if you ever hear that the BBC World Service from nineteen thirty nine. It's absolutely bloody shocking. Peter yeah. Alice's language. You could, you, the reason why they don't re, re, replay that, this is a, a lot of people say, you know what, you know, this sounds like a historic event. You've got this round of golf between him, Hitler and, and, uh, and Gorin um, with a commentary on the BBC World Service by Peter yeah. Alice. Why the hell haven't we seen this footage and heard this commentary? It's because Peter it's Alice completely... Secrets. And Peter Rose completely and utterly lost his shit, didn't oh, he? Oh, potty mouth. Absolute potty mouth. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he had Tourette's. Mm-hmm. Every other word was fucking idiot. Yeah. Nazi That's bastard. Right. That yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But people don't understand. This is how it started. It was the, it was the Open International Pro-Am Berlin, 1939. You had, uh, you had Eisenhower and Bradley caddying. Yeah. You had yeah. Churchill and Montgomery caddying. <laughs> they all came in and said, let's have a nice little game of... I mean, FDR couldn't because he was fucked. I mean, he, you know, you can't, you know... No, no, he... Can't, he can't have a wheelchair. No, no, he can't have a wheelchair on the putting green, that's for sure. Not so too said, bad off a tee, but he, 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 when it came to the green... And in the bunker, I mean, it's quite... Oh. I, I had to look away. He couldn't weed himself back out. He got stuck in the sand. We had to get Big Pat and Seamus and Declan in there to get the... Dig old, him out. Dig him out. <laughs> Dig him out with the shovels, didn't we? Dig him out, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that, that is totally embarrassing for a president of the United States. We have to strap him up to the back of the low loader and pull him out. Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. I know. I know. Shocking. Mm. And people say, how are you then? Well, you know, these are these are more secrets coming out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think some of it, you know, it might be in the old OSS files because... Obviously, it being uh, Roosevelt over there, some of it is probably reported in their papers. So I don't think, even though it's obviously a national secret, over it's still it's sort of covered uh, by national security in this country. But America's a little bit more lax, so there's probably something now out in the public domain about Big Pat, Seamus, Jim, Declan, and the fellas hoiking Roosevelt out of, out of the bunker on the on the 14th hole in Berlin, 1939. 
Yeah. Um, well, it was the way we were going to stop war, wasn't it? This is what mm-hmm. sport does, is what we're told mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Sport, you know, the participation, the com- competition between different countries on a sporting level will stop war. And, of course, it has. We haven't had a war for fucking years, apart from the one right now. And the other one over there. <laughs> apart from those. Sport was, sport was annihilated, and this is what they did. They oh. came together, you know, Potsdam and all that, didn't they? And, yeah. You know, they all came together and they said, listen, yeah. we could all we'll have a go at each other, you know, yeah. but let's have yeah. a little round of golf. Yeah. You know, best yeah. man wins. Yeah. Yeah. And then look what happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the rare occasions when, you know, we suggested it, didn't we? Thought this is a way of averting, you know, uh, you know, a, you know, a, catac- a, catac- a cataclysmic event. I think the best thing we could do is get all these guys out and, uh, 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 you know, out in a bit of fresh air. Get them out of these stuffy, smoke-filled rooms. Get them these bunkers. Uh, get them out of these bunkers and stuff like that. You know, a bit of sun on their on their face, they might feel better about themselves. You know, millions yeah. of people don't need to die for fuck's sake. You know, no, but no. Backfired, backfired spectacularly. Oh, you know, from the first hole. Mm-hmm. You know, Hitley shanked yeah. it off left. Yeah. Then suddenly <laughs> we got down there, it was on the fairway. After that, yeah. Eisenhower was like, You cheating cunt. I yeah. said, You gotta keep your language down here. There's children yeah. present. They're pulling the bags. Keep your fucking. I know. I know. Yeah, it's, it was. It was uh... Oh, I don't know. You know, we look, but I look back on it now, and I think, what could we have done differently to avoid what happened? You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything. I would, if I went back, I'd, I'd ask myself, what would you do differently? I don't know if I would do anything differently. You know, we took a chance, didn't we? We yeah. took a chance that they'd all come into it, level-headed, fair-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would take on the beautiful game of golf, which is a beautiful game. Yeah. You know, it's a sport that takes at least five and a half hours. Mm. You know, of your life. Hitting yep. the ball around beautiful scenery, you take no notice of mm-hmm. into tiny little holes, yeah. And then you'll go for a piss up in the 19th, yeah. We laid on the spread, didn't we? We've got all yeah. the banqueting out, we've got the volivants, yeah. yeah. Got the cocktail <laughs> sausages on the sticks with the pineapple, <laughs> fuck knows why, yeah. Who puts pineapple with sausage, but anyway, yeah. We got the Dino Twizzlers going, or whatever they were, you know, for the equivalent back in them days. Yeah, <laughs> we had the old Bernard Matthews Turkey Twizzlers, drawing yes, right. them <laughs> Dinosaur burgers, that's what it was. Thinking, dinosaur isn't it? dinosaur yeah. burgers. We had them on the go. Of course, yeah, we did fight. Dippers. Of course, we, of course, it all backfired spectacularly. We had the sort of sausage on sticks. We had uh, pigs in blanket and stuff like that. Mm. Two things happened badly. I think this is what this is the origins of the war. To be honest, if you people ask themselves, you know, what is it ultimately that started it? Well, we didn't factor on two things. Hitler was teetotal and a vegetarian. Yeah, fucked, and fucked everything up. Yeah, we laid on lashings of fucking uh, grog. Churchill yeah. was in like a yeah, you he couldn't get enough of it. He said, "Where's Churchill. the morphine?" Said, yeah, that's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> steady on there yeah on. and we had, and we, had the, we had the Ulster fry we had the lot going didn't we and uh, yet Hitler no he wasn't having it because he fucking didn't like a drink and I always think that's a huge problem if someone doesn't like a drink you're, yeah. you're already on the back foot aren't you well it turned into that sort of like do you remember in the 19th it turned that sort of party didn't he where he was all in one corner wasn't he yeah. all moody yeah wouldn't join yeah. in. We had the conga going, 
So come yeah. on, get in the line, get behind Churchill, grab him around the waist. Yeah. Get in the conga, have a little party. Wouldn't yeah. have it, would he? No. Oh, he's not happy. No. I think probably, you know, probably what did notice on the 18th when he put his final putt in, you know, mm-hmm. and he raised his arm, well, his right arm, straight up <laughs> as a victor. Yeah. And then you went over and you sprayed that Moe Chandon right in his face, that yeah. champagne. Mm. <laughs> no? Took a turn yeah. for the worst after that. You stuffed yeah. that. He stuffed that cocktail sausage in his mouth after, yeah. after that. You yeah. know, he was a bit, you know. Well, he, he was, I mean, I suppose it's like all these sort of top sportsmen, a little bit temperamental, you know. You never quite know what, you, what you're going to get with him, a bit like a Roy Keane type, you know. Yes. Or they were Hadji Juf, you know. Mayor, yeah. like a moody mayor, you know. We've been talking about these great sporting figures, you know, El Hadji Doof and David Bentley and that. You know, I put Hitler in the same league as those guys, you know. They can start and that a fight. Is a fair comparison. <laughs> they can start a fight in a phone box, the lot of them, you know. Of course they can. Yeah, in an yeah. empty fucking room, couldn't they? Yeah. They're fucking yeah. shocking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Roy Keane with Rio Ferdinand on the bag. Oh, what mm. a combination that would be. Exactly. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I mean, well, the whole history. There's a sort of 36 part documentary on Shunky.net that's coming up um, in the part, in the schedule. Part one. Part one. <laughs> uh, people will be able to see it for themselves. You know, I think it will be an eye opening, a revealing. You know, a, a, a completely new slant on on history. You know, major historic events. This is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing that. We got that. Um, you know, we got the we got the special on the Nuremberg trials. We got the um, well. We got the other special talking about Nuremberg trials. We got the Babington horse trials as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of horses that. on trial. Well, there is. I mean, the thing about it is, horses playing badminton. That's that 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 that's that's fucking that's why clever. On trial. That's why they're on trial. It's against <laughs> but, nature. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the people say you know Lucinda Pryor Palmer and stuff like that. They think they're clever, but. When you're losing a game of badminton against a horse, I mean, I think yeah. the horse is the real talking sport because we'll be doing a lot of interviews with them. And of course, but the thing about the badminton horse trials, which is a lot of people won't realise this, people listening in from abroad and stuff like that, is the horse that loses, mm. he's the one that goes on trial. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brutal, really, you know? It's not just a winner, but there's a loser. No mercy. End up, that's absolutely no mercy. And, and, and it's, you know, it, you're shot. I mean, it's not a case. It's firing squad for the horse that loses. This is why it's a. This is why it's life and death for fuck's sake. Babington horse trials is not to be sniffed at, you know. Well, I reckon if you're Lucinda, you know, you're Mm. on the back of an horse. Mm. It's difficult enough as it is. Both me and you know, we've grand national winners. Mm. Uh, We've won the Derby, the Oaks. We've won them all on the back of a glue stick and her relatives. Everybody knows it's a lineage going back to Arabian stallions. Of course it is. I mean, course nothing it is. to do with the Arabian stallions. No. You know, glue, no. stick, <laughs> glue stick slot were in a pack at the back. She was adopted. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she was adopted by a family she of Arabian stallions. Exactly. 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 Shave Mansour. We said the other day, didn't we? How he loves a bet and all that. Yeah. You know? Have to keep it under your hat. Yeah, that's why he wears the hat because he's got right. bets under it. Of course, it's all the betting slips. That hat, you yeah. take that hat off, it's like a fucking confetti. Hi, mm. 
Yeah. Blowing away in the wind, all these fucking stubs. Got a pencil yeah. behind his ear. Yeah. Blowing away, you take it off. But badminton horse trials. Right, yeah. you're Lucinda. You're on the yeah. back of an horse and you're trying to play badminton. That's tricky. <laughs> That's tricky. Well, the thing is, the horse is trying to hold the racket, trying to play, trying to judge the flight of the cock and stuff like that. And Lucinda's on its back, you know? Yeah. It's a, uh, that's a, that's a, she's trying to maneuver it into position, isn't she? Yeah. Giddy that's up. Right. You know, they do those little yeah. steps, don't they? Side to side. Well, it's like the horse and the rider become one, don't they? They do. It's poetry. Yeah. People say, you know, how does the bloody horse hold the racket, the badminton racket? Well, they don't, they, they kind of gaffer tape it to its, to its hoof. Well, don't we they? weld it on. <laughs> of course we do. Of course it's got we iron do. Off. Yeah. Oh, Seamus yeah. comes out before it. Fairly mm. done. Gets his art welding out, on, puts it on, <laughs> welds it onto the fucking hoof. Of course you do. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be. You try to ride that round a badminton court. Yeah. Oh, it's a drop shot. Oh, it's back yeah. of the court. Oh, it's a drop yeah. shot. That's some fucking horse riding going on there. <laughs> that is. That's skill, isn't it? People like people are almost sniffy about you know these sort of uh, horsey type of events you know, um, but uh, you know when you watch that you see Lucinda Pryor Palmer on the back of a horse that's playing badminton against another yeah. horse with another rider on it, you know, to me that's proper bloody sport. It is. That is that is sport par excellence. Yeah, yeah. As the Germans would say, you know, mm. absolutely beautiful stuff. Mm. But you're on the back of an horse trying to play badminton, and if you lose, you're on trial. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, that's harsh. That's consequences for losing there, isn't it? Yeah. Not, I mean, they they talk about relegation from the Premier League, and you know, but they got parachute payments and everything like that. But if you if you lose badminton horse trial, you're fucked. Firing squad. Well, the horses. Yeah. Well, horses exactly. Fucked. Yeah. Shot from yeah. under you. Yeah. You have to sit on top while yeah. it goes off. Yeah. You know, Declan Shamus come up. One's got the stun gun. He batters yeah. it over the head a few times. Yeah. Doesn't really work. <laughs> no. Then the other one gets the trial bore out. Yeah. Right under the fucking snozzle. Boom. Yeah. yeah. You've got to sit on top while it goes down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it is shocking. I mean, it's, it's like... But yeah, basically you end up you're almost sitting on it's like it's a bit like Hitler's Alsatian, isn't it? You're flopped on top of this dead creature. Um and then of course you've got the bloody shuttlecock and the racket. because of course you've got to get the racket back. They cost a bloody lot of money, you know. So you've got it's to, on higher. Of course it is. <laughs> you got you got you gotta jimmy that off the bloody hoof. Um of course oh, if yeah. you don't get if you don't do it right, of course the shuttlecock's underneath the horse horses it collapses. That's cost. That's a fucking fortune. Well, that's what your deposits for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if we don't. You know, we we run we run badminton horse trials fairly, don't we? You know, 100%. you put your deposit yeah. down. Yeah. Fifteen hundred nicker for the yeah. racket. Yeah. Three and a half grand for the shuttlecock. Yeah. You know, yeah. per day. Yeah. And if we don't get them back at the end of the horse trials, we're going to have to bill you. Mm. By the time we build you, the interest has built up so much. You're talking about one and a half million. 
<laughs> well, we've got these sort of centres, these sports centres, the shonky sports centres around the up and down the country. You know, people will probably be familiar with a bit like the David Lloyd places, you know. Exactly similar. like the David Lloyd, yeah, similar. <laughs> similar to that. That's what we've without got. Without the facilities. <laughs> without the facilities. But, you know, people say, you know, if you've got gym, we've got gymnasiums, we've got pools, we've got the lot, you know. It's, well, we've got it's, a gym. Top, it's a big gym. We've got a big gym there. But yeah. People say, you know, we got. I mean, our, our, our sort of, our sort of uh, premier um, facility. Oh, premier elite package. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's at the back of the, the lockup. You know, it's the uh, it's the sort of mothership of uh, of the shonky sports facilities up and down the country. It's at the top end there, but up by the depot, just up by mm. the back of the lockup there. Um, yeah. People could come in. There's weightlifting. Yeah. Um, you know, she so could do you a bit of gym, a bit of cardiovascular. It's all going on. Yeah. Yeah. People come in the yard any day and do weightlifting. Yeah. Those fuckloads of spare tyres need moving. Yeah. Shift them around. That's right. That's right. We get six of them on the back of the back of the uh, low loader. Yeah. That wheel's gone again. Yeah. Yeah. Lift it up. Yeah. It's like world's strongest man. Yeah. Jeff Capes. Jeff Capes. Yeah. Canary fancier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's exactly yeah. what it's like. It's, it's, um, well, because it's all, um, sports exercise, isn't it? It's for the children. It's for the kids. For the future. Yeah. yeah. Well, the world's strongest man is always a Scandinavian, isn't it? You know, yeah. what you get is you get the sort of pumped up, muscular, uh, toned British fella or even an American fella. And then you get the guy, and those guys basically, you know, they can't lift their chin off their chest, basically, can they? They're fucking useless. And then you get the big, burly Scandinavian fellas yeah, who are about gun. as untoned, untoned as you can possibly get, covered from head to foot in blonde hair, mm. um, fucking as wide as they are tall. Comes on eating a burger. Comes on eating burger and basically can pull a train with their teeth you know they're proper tough tough guys aren't they with his front teeth it. as well he don't even use his back teeth he's showing no, off yeah he doesn't need his molars at all does he, he don't you know? need his molars <laughs> he's just got a grip round the front front bit isn't he yeah take the piss mm. and the train had its break on yeah pulled the right. fucking wheels off it <laughs> there's a British bloke isn't he pumped up to jiggery yeah. Some say steroids. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. Can't lift Supplement. his ball bag over his cock. No, no. Fucking no. useless. He's asleep. <laughs> when they cut to the competitors, he's asleep yeah. in the tent. Guy's yeah. resting. He's just yeah. resting now. He's getting his strength up. <laughs> he's having a power nap. So he's because he, he needs enough strength to be able to open his eyelids. The trouble with him is he's, he, he has he's real trouble with that. He has to sleep for two or three hours, power nap, in order to get the energy to do that. Fucking hard work for him. Heaviest buggery. Guy's passed out. He's got a bulgy neck. You know those veins in his neck and everything yeah. like that? Just to be yeah. able to get his eyelids open. It's a fucking yeah. strain for him. Well, he develops a hernia chalking his hands, doesn't he? Mm. But chalking yeah. how many slap their hands together? Oh, he has yeah. He to have like, a lie down. Yeah. Some, like what's the, he doing now? Like the Greek and Turkish weightlifters in the Olympics. Yeah. Fucking love those guys. <laughs> 
That's a proper sp- I mean, you and I used to do that, didn't we? We'd I still do it. We were- <laughs> I was doing it earlier tonight. You never give up your dev lift, do you? You clean and jerk. <laughs> I'll show him Beryl my clean and jerk, haven't you? She's fucking impressed. I bet she was. I you bet show she Cindy was. your clean and jerk, didn't you? I do, I do. Yeah, when I say to her, you know, because what she, you know, I said, a bit like yourself, I like to keep myself in in, in shape and so on. So like you, and we've got we've got that weightlifting uh, spot there in the corner of the executive yes. suite, haven't we? Like you say, we've got the we got Three the weights. We got and we got about Cindy and Beryl. They put the they put the weights on for us, don't they? Mm. And uh, I've got I've got me uh, my, my vest. You know, they're all in one. You know, the, the gym gymnastics. You know, the one. You know, it's right up your ass crack. And it's that. your lycro tard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's and you know, it's the one that it's basically right up your ass. <laughs> right up your ass. Yeah. Of course, you've got the weightlifter's belt on as well, so you don't. Well, because the last thing you want is for your bloody your your, your suit to fall down, doesn't it? That's why you have to have a belt. But, oh, so... I don't need me camera hair coming on my shoulders, do I? Look a fucking state. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why we have these weight. They have the weightlifter's belt on, and that. Yeah, like, but people say, you know. <laughs> and I like the Turkish and the Greek ones because they're hairy as fuck as well. There's nothing quite like a 42 year old man covered from head to foot in body hair, dressed in fucking like a weightlifting mouth with his corner man putting an all nitrate under his nose and giving him a punch in the jaw before he comes out. That's proper fucking sport right there. Now, if Hitler that had taken that essence. up. If Hitler had taken that, that Greek, up. That is Greek Olympian essence, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he, when he comes out, his old corner goes behind him, doesn't he? And really wedges that fucking leotard right <laughs> up his arse. Give him a, put, put the popper under his nose, whack him round <laughs> the head with a fucking 25-kilo 25, 25 fucking barbell. <laughs> And people wonder, they say to, you know, they lifted a weight like that, and of course the old nutsack and everything disappears right up inside with the strain of it. And people say, look at his fucking neck, the, his bulging. Yeah. That's actually his bollocks. His bollocks go so <laughs> far up. <laughs> That's right up. His eyes are gouged out of his head like that. It's little wonder he's choking on his own bollocks there. <laughs> exactly. That's his cock choking him. <laughs> Let's go up behind his ears. <laughs> right. He opened his mouth, he'd have two tongs coming out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if Hitler had taken that up, I think it would have been a very, <laughs> it would have been oh, a very I'd different... I've just seen it on the clean and jerk. <laughs> With Goring behind him. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it would have been great. Goring I on think... one side of the barbell and Himmler on the other. The thing is, I think he was a bit of a a bit of a sort of uh, enthusiast, but the trouble is he had one really strong arm and the other one was fucking useless. Mm. See, if, if we could have trained his left arm to be as strong as his right arm, I think he could have had a career in bloody weightlifting. You know? Well, he could never get the count, could he? You ah. know, he'd go and he'd clean, yeah. he'd jerk, he'd pop it up, mm. and one arm would be straight up there, like a fucking ramrod, yeah. and the other yeah. be twiddling yeah. around in fucking mid-air, no use to anyone. No. Maybe he stood there for about five minutes. Mm. saying... Both arms have got to be straight. Yeah. Yeah. And the buzzer would go off. He'd drop it. You know, like they just drop it, don't they? Yeah. Never on their toe, luckily. Mm. Drop it. It bounces around like a fucker. 
Yeah. And he'd stomp off. He'd goose step off. He would, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the origins of the Greek campaign right there, you know. He, he, oh, he, he, never really got, he never really forgave the fact that he was getting his ass whooped on a regular basis by the bloody Greek body, uh, Greek weightlifters. No, no, he, yeah. was getting, he was getting whooped by Stavros. Yeah. Fucking Ahmed. <laughs> that's right. That's right, yeah. But there's nothing beautiful. There's no more beautiful sight in sport, is there? No. Like you said, than a man. You know, he gets it on his back. He puts it on his shoulders, doesn't he? Gets it on his back and he crouches down. And you think any minute now, his fucking arse is coming out of the back. Any minute now, the strain on his face. You think any minute now, his whole fucking innards are just going to pop out of the, in that fucking time, aren't they? He's going to shit his kidneys in a minute. A full internal organ prolapse. The whole fucking lot's out there on the mat. That's why there's no carpet down, see? People say, you know, oh, 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 yeah, people, <laughs> people have written well, in. It's a put carpet, don't we? A check pole. <laughs> fucking mess. <laughs> Absolutely fucking ruined, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's only so much Fabrice you can use. Can't <laughs> get rid of the smell. Well, the Turkish man's come up and lowered his guts onto it, <laughs> and that's the reason why they have to wear those leer ties today. Because back in the day, of course, it was all in the nud, wasn't it? This is yeah, yeah the, the, the original Olympics. Yeah. But of course, back in those days, they didn't have bloody carpets the way they've got. Now, the reason why they had to put leotards on them is because of, it's the introduction of the modern Olympics. Of course, it was around about the time when carpets were invented. A lot of people won't, 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 know, this, won't know this or understand. Well, that's why in carpets history. were invented. Of course, it was. Carpets weren't invented to put in your, you know, your four-bedroom fucking house in Pinner. No. They, no. were, they were they were there to wipe up the innards of a fucking Turkish weightlifter. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then yeah. we said to ourselves, maybe yeah. we could fucking use this in a four bedroom house in Pinner. Yeah. In case someone uses their bowels there. Yeah. 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 Made a fortune on that, didn't we? But. Uh... Oh. But yeah, but in terms of you know that it, it was an unedifying experience to watch a you know forty-seven-year-old man lose his entire internal organs on a on a carpet while lifting you know basically the equivalent of seven or eight men above his head. Um, so that's why we said that, that this has got to stop. That's why we yeah. they've got the they've got the uh, the leotard on there to catch it if his yeah. arsehole turns inside out. All you're going to see is a bulge at the back when when, they, when, when he's bent over for the deadlift. For the deadlift. Well, well that's, that, the problem was, I mean, we we came into sports early. We said we need to like put this out across the world. You know, we were one of the forerunners of like mm. uh, you know across the world pan nation mm. television and you know participation in sports. Mm. But the amount of times that Turkish fella put that weight on his shoulders, his guts yeah. came out his ass, and we had to cut to the studio. <laughs> oh, we had Des Lynham there. He didn't Des know what Lynham. to say. I mean, he was pretty good on the hoof, you know, in terms of, you know, ad-libbing and that. But even he, was difficulties. Put, <laughs> even he was put to the test, wasn't he? When you've got a Turkish weightlifter with a prolapsed arsehole, it sort of 
Of course, it's fucking daytime TV, for goodness sake, you know? Scan out at two o'clock. That's right. That's right. But you're just sitting down to a late lunch. That's right. Of Turkish yeah. kebab. That's right. And this Turkish fella's just entered his bowels all over the fucking yeah. competitive floor. Yeah. We used to put the fucking cue card up, didn't we? And that was... In the end, I said to you, the cue card cannot be a Turkish man entering his bowels on the floor. <laughs> no. We came up with that silly mayor doing noughts and crosses, didn't we, in the end? Yeah. Yeah, we had to. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't yeah. understand. It's, it's where we stepped in. Mm-hmm. It's the sport of kings, weightlifted by golf. <laughs> what well, a beautiful sport. It is the sport of kings. I mean, this is what Prince Charles is doing. He's in prep, isn't he? Yeah, people, a lot of people say they'll be looking at the next Where Olympics. What's he doing? Um, he's working. He's working on that. He's working on his cleaning jerk, isn't he? Well, people say he's doing fuck all and he's fanning around. Yeah. He's lolling around. Mm. He's just taking money off the fucking state for fuck all. That's right. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a lazy ass bastard. And he yeah. should be hung and shot and drawn and quartered mm. and dumped in the Thames. Some yeah. people are saying this. <laughs> And we've said he's in fucking prep. That's right. He's getting ready for the next uh, Commonwealth Games. Because, uh, of course, there's nothing. I mean, people, some people say, oh, well, the Olympics is the that elite. Is the, that is the tournament. <laughs> but the Commonwealth Games is, that's a proper tournament, isn't it? I mean, when you're talking about top-end elite sport, oh. everyone thinks immediately Commonwealth Games. Fuck your Olympic gold. Right. You beat the Russians and Americans <laughs> in a sprint. I beat a bloke from fucking Uganda, mate. Right. In the swimming. He's had, he's never seen so much water in his life. He jumped yeah. in, thought he was going to fucking... He couldn't swim. Yeah. I fucking beat him ass over length. Yeah. Oh, the pride you must take from a Commonwealth gold. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... um, You know, a lot of people look at this and they say, you know... The Commonwealth, it's not really, it's not really a proper. You well, know, it's proper, empire. Proper, I mean, no, yeah. it's Commonwealth. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, if you want to test yourself against the best, against the best, <laughs> you really do need to sort of, you know, to, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. It's the first thing that comes to bloody mind, isn't it? If you're going to put it's, if the it's best in a bike race. That's right. Dave Brailsford in charge of the UK team. Bikes designed by Chris Borman. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, and here comes the Grenadier bloke. Look, he's on the postman's fucking bike. That wheel's buckled (laughs) in the front. That's him. Three times. But if if you're training for four years, you want to test yourself against the best, don't you? You want to find out. You you come out, you, you, you sort of show yourself to the world what it is you can do. Yeah, the first thing you want to do is you want to take on the best of the best from the Solomon Islands or something, don't you? You do. Papua yeah. New Guinea, something like that. <laughs> That's right. And the four by 100. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course you do. Mm. I don't want to beat the Russians. I don't want to beat the Americans. No. The creme de la creme of sporting events. If I'm an athlete, and I'm an athlete, obviously, like yourself, mm. uh, I want to go in the Commonwealth. Yeah. That yeah. is where the that is where the best meet the best. Yeah, it's Beautiful. like the Premier. It's like the Premier League. It's the it's the creme de la creme. Champions League is it's a Champions League of uh, athletics. The Commonwealth Games. Oh, it's the definitely. creme de la creme. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you've trained for four years with UK National Lottery funding to the tune of about £150,000, <laughs> I mean, it's a tough draw. You're up against Neville from the Grenadines. <laughs> right. He only got off work two o'clock this afternoon. That's right. Yeah. But he's a postman. So he's as fit as a butcher's dog. Um, and he's in the hills. Bumpy country. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, um, that, that, that's, I mean, we've got, I mean, I don't know how many Commonwealth Games uh, uh, medals we've got. We don't like to break about it and boast about it, but we've got that cabinet there, haven't we, in the executive yeah. suite. Um, filled to the bloody, uh, gunnels with bloody uh, medals from that. Yeah. Well, well, that that's filled with gunnels uh, to the gunnels with medals from the Olympics. Yeah, you know, you know the shoe box next to it, tucked under the fucking cabinet. Yeah, that's where the Commonwealth ones are. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying that to disparage. No, that competition no. at all. They all mean no. the most to me as ever mm. can, you know. But the Commonwealth ones are tucked away under mm. the back of the cabinet. There, safekeeping. Because yeah. if anybody's going to nick, anybody right. comes in, some thief comes in the middle of the night yeah. looking for medals, yeah. you can take the Olympic ones, mate. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. You don't keep your fucking fingers off them Commonwealth ones, though. Mm, no, exactly. They are broken. Yeah. Especially the swimming ones, because I always think in the Olympics or in Commonwealth Games, I think there's something special about swimming, because you can get about 56 medals. In one of one tournament, can't you? One competition in one day. Because in one day, um, if you if you're, swim, if you're a if you're a swim if you're a swimmer, you just basically got to be able to swim from one end to the other of the pool. Do it in a different way. You know, we. I mean, I, I've got I've obviously got doggy paddle. Um, it's probably my speciality. But um, you know, you've got all these different strokes. You know. You could do exactly the same race. It's a bit like running. If you were to imagine, if you could do the hundred hundred meters, you could run forwards, you could run backwards, you could maybe maybe start with your left foot first and then your right foot first. You could yeah. maybe only run halfway along and then turn yeah. around and run backwards. Stop. Have a sandwich. Have a sandwich. You could come out of there if if only they would sort of think outside the box a bit. You know the. Uh, the IOC and stuff like that, they could be handing out even more medals for track and field, just like they do for swimming. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Well, this is what they need to do. They need to open up swimming. We've said this for a long time. Mm. I mean, you've seen me swim. People mm. say I look like I'm drowning, but I don't <laughs> half motor down that fucking course, do I? You do, yeah. You know? Yeah, those those armbands that you've got on, those floats and stuff, it's like a fucking blur. You're The way you, you tear down there. Wow, that, that, that rubber ring, you, you know, the giraffe one. Some people have said they can see a small motor with a paddle. Well, that's that's what it could look like to the uneducated safety eye. Aid. It's the safety aid. But you're tearing like down the there. End. Yeah. I yeah. hate the deep end. Mm. My feet can't touch the foot. You know, being as tall as I am, my feet can't mm. touch the foot. I get a bit paranoid. You know, when you get to the end, you've got a touch and you, you, you turn on your head and you go yeah. around the other way. Well, I don't like doing that. <laughs> no. I no. like to get to the end, touch, have a panatella. Check me first. Yeah, well, it's difficult, especially you've got that peg on your nose as well because, of course, you, you do the synchronised swimming as well. 
Um, well, we both do, don't we? I mean, this is the thing about synchronized swimming is you Same need to have someone you need to have someone else to synchronize with. Well, people won't understand that. You know, they'll probably think there's a solo synchronized swimming. Um, there isn't the Commonwealth Games, funny enough, but that's a different story. Well, it's like synchronized swimming. Yeah, as I was saying, you know, a lot of people don't understand what the you know what what's meant. You need to be with someone else. It's uh. You can't you do it on your own. I, do swimming. I try synchronised swimming on my own. It's fucking useless. Absolutely useless. I need someone else to be able to be synchronised. Wow, with I was in the pool that day, Danny, woking. Mm. Waving your arms around in the pool and two lifeguards jumped in, thought you were drowning. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was because I can't swim for toffee. Um, this is the, this is part of, the, part of the issue, you know. I walk around with a peg on my nose all the time, a bit like yourself, you know, constantly, constantly practicing. Uh, but I probably do need to spend a little bit more time in the pool if I'm really going to get, get a podium finish here. Well, I think, I think you might still get a podium finish in the Commonwealth, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but, but, you know, I won't feel like I've earned it unless I can... Unless I can None maybe, of them do. No, right, that's, that's what it is, you know. But... When you're a top end sportsman like we are, you know, it's not really about the competition. It's about yourself pushing yourself to the bloody limit. You know, did I do my best? Exactly. Against the guy from Serial, the Ivory Coast. Yeah. Did I really do my best against them in the swimming pool? They'd never seen a swimming pool before. Unbelievable. (laughs) No, yeah. They never knew so much water existed in one place. No, that's right. Yeah. It's a bit like that Jamaican bobsleigh team. Remember years ago, we did that. Uh-huh. We, we worked on it. Of course, it's based on a two-story. Of course, we were involved with all that, weren't we? Mm. Um, mm. With, with, the, with, the, with the team. People, people will say, you know, we don't remember that. It was okay because they'll remember it from the old John Candy film, you know. But John, John Candy was like a character creator. It was like a hodge of, of us two. They're kind of just typical Hollywood, you know. They exaggerate it. They change it. Um, mm. But it's actually a hodgepodge of us two. It's two characters actually taught the team. Mm. And we did that years ago. Well, the same principle goes for us, exactly. doesn't it? With the Commonwealth Games and mm-hmm. uh, Christ Women. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, cool runnings. You know, we, we do the Winter Olympics. We're not just about the nice weather. No, no. But I really do think we need to think about maybe getting um, skiing and all those winter ones. Maybe move to the African continent. You know that. You know the way they put. You know, FIFA of trying to take the the yeah, exactly. World Cup around the world. You know, share it yeah. all five continents. Well, all the continents. You know. Um, I really think that we need to maybe move the Winter Olympics into, you know, the, the, the continent of Africa. Yeah, exactly. Why, why shouldn't the Winter Olympics be in the Congo? Exactly. Exactly. In the middle of August. In the middle of August. <laughs> During the drought season. Yeah. It's got, uh, you know, they've got, to, they've got to be more broad-minded, you know. It's very insular the way they think. You know, it keeps... Racist. Like, it is racist. Yeah. When was the last time that they had any of these Winter Olympics in a in a predominantly black nation? You know, people. When, when's the in... last time you saw a downhill slalom skier from Kenya? Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're just right. just forced out of it. Yeah, yeah. 
it's elite sport. This is the trouble. It's a bit like tennis. A lot of people say you don't see working class players, uh, pay, for, you know, ten, tennis players that are for the working class because, of course, they can't afford the tennis courts. Only sort of Toffs kids can afford the tennis courts and stuff. Same principle. If you can't have a bloody Kenyan skier, then there's something seriously wrong with the, the IOC, if you ask me. How many young boys growing up in a village in Kenya have dreams of becoming a downhill skier? And their dreams are thwarted. Yeah. Yeah. And this is yeah. not what the IOC is about. We've lobbied many mm. times at the general meetings. Mm. You know, you're keeping people out of this. Mm-hmm. And we've even we've run, run, you know, we run clubs out in Kenya mm-hmm. for skiing. <laughs> We're just waiting for it to snow. <laughs> we've got the bobsleigh. We've got everything set, haven't we? The whole thing. It's all on top of the hill. We, spent, we, we, we got lottery funding for it. We've yeah. got uh, we've got we've built the old bobsleigh track. We've built the whole bloody lot. The old uh, the, the the jumps. Everything's in place. The slalom. Mm. We've uh, you and I personally went in and, and sort of hammered in, hammered in, supervised the hammering in of the poles for the slalom down the mountainside. There, we had to kick the bloody caribou and the leopards and stuff out of the way. Oh, um, the amount the amount of natural fauna and flora <laughs> we had to eliminate or burn. <laughs> to make way for that fucking downhill, you know we had the, we've got a skateboard, we've got the BMX in, we've got it all out there ready to go. Yeah, yeah. It's about forty three thousand square kilometers of ground we've taken up. Yeah, we had to move farms off everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, yeah, we moved whole whole populations. You know, it was uh, almost like ethnic cleansing. Uh, I think that was how it was described in the in the in the national in media. The Guardian. Oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, as soon as it snows, people are going to stand back and say, "That's amazing." You know, yeah. We, we, yeah. We've got we've got a, a Winter Olympics venue to be proud of. I mean, I'm absolutely convinced. You know, with all those naysayers, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show them. Well, you know, people say, uh, you know, they look at the amount of money that we drew down for the National Lottery for it, mm. and we're still drawing down on a weekly basis. Mm. And they said it just doesn't add up. Mm. You know, you've banged a few poles into the sand <laughs> down the hill in Kenya. Yeah. That fucking bobsleigh yeah. looks like something you've knocked up in a fucking portal cabin out the back of your yard. Mm. Yeah, it does. I mean, and I and I say it, it's exactly how it was made, and we're proud of it. You know, it's cutting it's edges. It's, it's shonky. It's shonky. Uh, it's got lots of cutting edges on it. Exactly. But we've got the curling. We've got it all going on. You know, we've got Torval and Dean. Um, they're ready. Commentators. No commentators. We've got Torval and Dean for the old. Um, yeah, for their um, their speciality, the skating and stuff like that. Mm. Bolero's blaring away out there. Sort of fucking loop, perpetual loop. We're ready to go. He's, play, he's playing yeah. every day, every night, constantly into every mm. village in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. People say it's keeping them all awake. The fucking cattle have gone funny. <laughs> it's giving them the feel of the moment. Yeah. When that music plays up to me, it mm. says... Every day, working man's experience of getting on in life. Yeah. Like badminton, horse badminton. Yeah. Anybody can have a go at that. We've got the schools, like you said before. Yeah. We've got the apprenticeships. 
Now, if you're prepared to pay enough money to us, mm. then we'll give you a go at it. Well, I mean, there's kids on the croquet course, you know, in this inner city Glasgow, isn't there? Yes. We when we travel the country, you know, as part of our IOC, um, you know, representation, we got we were in the croquet uh, courts there in, in inner city Glasgow. Um, yeah, I mean, you're the same. You know, we 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 go to these places. You know, um, you know, the, not ten, tennis is old hat. You know, the original tennis. You know, got yeah, real courts. tennis. Real tennis. So we got them, of course, in uh, played in the state of home. That's right. <laughs> in Toxteth, the Merseyside, we've got uh, we've got them. Um, we've got these places all up and down the country. Working class kids itching to show what they can do on the national international stage. Oh, we have got such an academy of talent. Mm. It is unbelievable. Yeah. You know they're just raring to go. These kids are just oh. They can't believe it. They just want the chance to show themselves on the national stage. Yeah. Real right. tennis. Yeah. Fuck, fuck tennis. Mm. That's old hat. You want real mm. tennis. Of course you do. Yeah. Played in a, you know, like a Tudor state house. Yeah. Yeah. And who hasn't got one of them? I mean, for well, fuck's <laughs> sake. I mean, it's on the application form. That's right. If you ain't got one of them, you can't fucking join. It's open to everyone. Yeah. Too right, mate. No, I think, um, I think, like you say, come around the, the next Olympics, um, which I think are going to be in Glasgow. Um, I'm not talking about right. the summer Olympics are going to be in Glasgow next time around because, um, that, you know, they've got the facilities up there. But yeah, the real tennis and the croquet, um, yeah. I'm convinced yeah. there's going to be some local winners of that this time around. Well, the amount of money we have spent installing croquet courses around Glasgow. Mm. I mean, people say it's a waste of fucking money and they've all been pissed up and fucking ruined. Mm. But, you know, we have gone out there. We've laid these courses down. Declan, Seamus, the boys yeah. went up there with the fucking JCB, the low loader, the digger. Yeah. Yeah. No expense spared. No expense spared. The shonky standard. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I think come the next, come the next Olympics because we've applied, as you said, to have real tennis, croquet, yeah, proper sports involved. Because yeah. no, let's be honest, if you've got golf in it, fucking out. Yeah, well, anything got, else can have a go. Well, I mean, we haven't just. I mean, crazy golf is going to be at the next uh, Olympics, isn't it? We got the. Uh, with Tiger Woods, Camber Sands. <laughs> Tiger Woods is working his way back after his day, and he's um, he's decided that crazy golf is the way to go. Of course it is. Uh, the, amount the, of, the amount of financing we've got behind it. <laughs> Sky biting our hands off. I was out with him today, actually, because of course he's working his way back to fitness and that mm. form, and he said, you know, I need someone to you know to come out and have a round of golf. Round of golf, we're talking about it earlier. Some of the same standard as him. It's a bit like, well, do you know, when I was out there, I had one of those moments I thought, if only we'd known then what we know now. And if we'd maybe taken Hitler, Himmler, <laughs> Goering, Churchill, mm. Roosevelt, Stalin, and the rest of them out for a round of crazy golf. Yes. I wonder if maybe things might have been a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Possibly, possibly, but you've still got that now nightmare scenario, haven't you, on the 11th when you've got to hit it through the gorilla's legs in through the windmill. <laughs> I was going to say, through the windmill. Well, this is people say, you know, what? That's was, Holland. What was I exactly? What was, what was Hitler's problem with the Netherlands? Well, that was it, wasn't it? It was a fucking crazy golf windmill. That blade came round, twatted his yeah. ball away. <laughs> he was heading in for a hole in one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that at all, was he? And let's not get started on hole eight, you know, Polish corner. Because mm. he was fuming after that. Yeah. He was just ticking yeah. them off. Yeah. Polish yeah. corner. Yeah. Hole nine, Belgian waffle. Yeah. You know, French Le Claire, 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he'd come to the Netherlands. He'd had enough with a lot of them. He'd had enough. He had enough. Yeah, but, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I think the thing is about crazy golf is there's a bit of a leveller. But unless you're Hitler, he was shit at crazy golf as well as he was at every, everything else, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty shit at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't very good at much uh, at anything, really. Ended up no. a loser all the way around, to be honest. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah crazy well, golf. That, that is the new Olympic event, isn't it? And if anyone was the right man for crazy golf, I think it was Hitler, wasn't it? <laughs> he put the crazy in golf. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, when he, when he would lose it, he would, but, you know... He was. I remember we were standing there with Stalin. Was Stalin was there that day? Uh, we yeah. had that round crazy goal, and he looked at it because Hitler was losing his shit by the second hole for fuck's sake. You know, he really had lost it. Um, he was kept going up and down that. He, you know, he got to get stuck in the in that little tunnel. Couldn't wouldn't come out. He was bent down there. He was losing his crap. He was bent. He was bent over. He was slamming his putter. putter um, yeah. against the, <laughs> against it wasn't edifying sight, was it? No, Stalin stood back. He said, "This guy's got fucking. He's got anger issues." Yeah, this guy's got anger issues. I don't know if I want. You know, I don't know if I can see. Well, this they round. were playing together that day, weren't they? There was an yeah. alliance. Mm. They were yeah. team members. And mm. Stalin said, "I don't think I can play on the same team as you anymore." No, and it said, "I'll see you in Stalingrad." Didn't understand <laughs> what he said. Didn't understand yeah. the moment. What were you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy golf. Yeah, but that should definitely be in the Olympics for next year, mm. for the next time around. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a sport, that's sport, sport kings, isn't it? <laughs> that's another like weightlifting. I was working on. People yeah. say he sits around his ass, does fuck all. He's got millions and millions of pounds in the bank. Lives like a fucking well, lives like a king, like a king in waiting. Yes, yeah. so fuck all for it. Well, that's not true. If he's not weightlifting, he's playing crazy goal. You can't pull him away. It's one or the other. Mm. Said to him, you know, the other day, I rang him out. I said, Charles, this hospital needs opening uh-huh. in fucking Newport. He said, fuck that. Uh-huh. I'm 95 kilos on the cleaning jerk. I said, oh. <laughs> well, he was out. He took it. He's bent the, fu- bent the both of them. He's out on the crazy golf course. He's still got his weightlifting vest on. Still got his bloody, but he's still got his bloody. He's got his, his belt uh, on. Like his belt on. Yeah. No, that's how keen he is. He won't stop, will he? That's the problem with him. People get the wrong idea. They think he sits around doing fuck all all day. Yeah. This kid that's is what, keen. That's right. That's what it could look like to the outsider, the untrained eye. 
It could look like all the royals are just fucking taking us all for suckers, living living the life of fucking luxury, doing bugger all for it. Hmm. Well, that's not true. No, it's not. These guys, you know, mm. you know mm. they're working hard in their spare time. They're mm. all building up for the fucking Platinum Jubilee anyway. Yeah. You know, Charles well. has got the uh, Platinum Jubilee crazy golf tournament on the go. Mm-hmm. You remember when they did It's a Knockout? Yes. Yeah. He's got them all back in for this. That's right. That's right. That was probably the most one of the most dignifying moments mm. in, in, in royal history in this country, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, you had the uh, coronation. Mm. You know, you had the acceptance of the uh, end of the war, and then you had mm. It's a Knockout with Eddie Waring. <laughs> Shouting in the Queen's ear. <laughs> do it all. I do it all. Even Andrew hit it off a treat, didn't they? He did. But some buddies, weren't they? You couldn't fucking split them up. On course and off course. Talk about after party. <laughs> Shit. I think that's, yeah, probably, that's probably a good place for us to stop before we get ourselves in uh, hot water. No. <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> After what we've already said. It's Andrew and Stuart Hall, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right then, mate. All right, mate. Right, buddy. Okay, mate. Take it easy. Speak soon. Speak Take soon. care. Bye. 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 Bye.